I'm just here so I won't get fined. Gets it to LeBron for three for the win. Yes! LeBron James at the buzzer! It's got to be one of the dumbest calls offensively in Super Bowl history. Are you kidding me? Hard hit into right. Back at the wall. Two game. Big puppy. The grand slam. Five seconds left in the game. Do you believe in miracles? Yes! Yeah, and as always on a Tuesday night, our resident Yank is just about here. Donnie Mahoney. I'm all here. You were sprinting. Sorry, there were some youths. Uh, there were some youths. <laughs> I was leaving my w- place of work, and there was a, a lot of youths. I read this story on the internet today about this heavy metal guy who had his head beaten in, out by the Samuel Beckett Bridge, and it just made me feel a bit cautious. There's okay. a little bit of mischief in the air tonight in Dublin. Right. You have me worried for getting home later. Just be safe. All right. I will. Thank you for that warning to me and to all our listeners. You're well? I'm okay. Okay. So what are we going to be talking about tonight? The Cowboys. I think we're going to talk about karma first as a principle. Okay. Why? Do you believe in it? Yes. Yeah, to a large degree. You accept it? I accept it. As I accept it's ruining my life. As so therefore I've ruined my own life. And as a sports fan and lover, do you ex- ex- accept that the actions of sports teams have bearings on their results? No. I do not accept that. So if I were to tell you <laughs> that the Dallas Cowboys' entire season has been ruined by one off-field acquisition and it has disrupted the whole time-space continuum and basically screwed them this year, would you believe me? I would say you've lost your mind, Well, I, I want to tell you about Greg Hardy. Okay. He is an incredible football player, a beast of a player, but a generally terrible human. You might know about him, you might remember him. I, I do. I, I'm going to find a flaw in your point. Okay, well... American football teams are full of terrible humans, and they don't all lose all their games. True, true. But few stand out like Ray Rice, or, or excuse me, few stand out like Greg Hardy. In the wake of the aftermath of the Ray Rice incident um, last year, you'll remember it, of course, Hardy's uh, indiscretions with his girlfriend came into the media and into a, the court of law. He had, not only had he... Had he allegedly beaten his girlfriend, but he allegedly had thrown her onto a pile of guns in his house. So he had a he had a he had guns arranged on his couch, and he tossed his girlfriend. How do you do? He was suspended for the whole, entire season last year when the NFL was trying to get serious about domestic abuse. He was then suspended for ten games this season. Yeah. The Cowboys. He was released by his team, the Panthers, Carolina Panthers. The Cowboys. They saw value, I guess, and they decided let's go and bring Greg Hardy in. He is going to be a reform character. Well, Greg Hardy has not been reformed. He's been a, a sulking, surly, arrogant kind of figure for the Cowboys this year. And basically, since they since they brought him in, he's the Cowboys season has gone terribly. Their quarterback Tony Robo, nearly out for the year. Des Bryant, star receiver, missed half the season with injuries. Everything for the Cowboys has gone wrong since Hardy joined the team. And it just makes you wonder: Is there a higher power governing the universe? It does make you wonder, but I, I'm not, I'm, I don't think I'm going to go with you on this one. Well, anyway, we can leave it there, but f- photos of uh, this incident, Nicole Holder was the, uh, was Hardy's girlfriend at the time. Photos leaked online uh, on deadspin.com last Friday, and basically Hardy has become the most hated man in America in the last 72 hours or so. Uh, and there's been a real groundswell 
of feeling against him. Uh, Wendy Nix on ESPN.com, sorry, on ESPN Sunday, uh, had the following strong statement to make about Greg Hardy. But to say Greg Hardy should never play another down in the National Football League, it sounds all the right notes, right? I get it. But it's simplistic. And a bit of a slippery slope, if you ask me. Because here's the thing. Even Greg Hardy's not stupid enough to turn down the kind of opportunity he got from the Dallas Cowboys. And I'll tell you right now, I wouldn't expect him to. So what about the man who gave him the opportunity? The man who's writing the checks. Yes. The man who's encouraged and enabled. Jerry Jones calls Greg Hardy a leader. And on Friday said his organization did not condone domestic violence. Well, guess what, Jerry? You sure do. Hmm. But here's the thing, Boom. I'm an unapologetic capitalist. I believe in big business and I am sure as hell in favor of profits. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, when economic principles can't be applied with even the smallest measure of social responsibility, there's one effective solution, and that's to let dollars vote. And that means you, American Airlines. That means you, AT&T and Miller Brewing Company. And it means us as consumers of this great game. And you better believe I think it's a great game. But sometimes, just for the hell of it, you got to take a stand. So if this is unacceptable to you, spare me the let theatrics. It, Do let something. Let it be Jerry known. Jones has made his choice. Now let's make ours. And if the bottom line is the language Jerry Jones speaks, then let that dollar vote and let the message be loud and clear. Yeah, the message was pretty loud and clear from Wendy Nix speaking on ESPN on Sunday afternoon. To talk about Greg Hardy and the Cowboys, we're joined on the line by Mac Engel, the Dallas Stars Telegraph columnist. Mac, has there been any sort of a backlash against the Cowboys and against Jerry Jones because of their employment of Greg Hardy? Uh, yeah, a little bit, but... Not in the type that Wendy Nix is talking about. Not the real type of backlash where it would affect attendance. Not the type of backlash that would really cause him to change his course of behavior from corporate sponsors who say, you know what, we can't do this one. They've all basically, they, they, may, they may not condone it. That's that Jerry's decision to sign him and to keep him. Uh, they probably don't even like it. But they would rather keep their relationship with a brand that is as big as any in North American and really maybe international sports, and that is Dallas. That is the Dallas Cowboys. Mm. So they'll deal with it. They probably don't like it, but they'll deal with it. Yeah, they knew they were buying trouble when they decided to sign up Greg Hardy before the start of the season. They couldn't have anticipated the way this has gone over the last couple of days, that there has been such an outcry against them. Are the Cowboys in so far now that there's there's just no going back on Greg Hardy? I, you know, I think you make a good point. I think they're so far in on it, and I think if they if they were to say, you know what, we're not going to sign him to a ex- contract extension because his contract expires at the end of the season, if they said we're not going to give him a contract season, uh, offer, which they said they want to do, if they did that, then it would look like they are bowing to public pressure, which this team has never done under Jerry Jones' watch. 
guys, I have covered this team and followed this team for a long time. This is not the first time Jerry Jones has brought in a guy and given him, quote-unquote, a second chance. He's done it time and again. And the difference is today, and I, I'm sure you're familiar with it, you know, with, with EPL stars. Today's social media climate is different than anything else we've ever seen before because the outrage and backlash and reaction is immediate. And it is so loud and so volatile and so nasty sometimes that it allows you to take the temperature and sometimes overreact when, you know, we used to sit there and you're able to sort of take it in and swallow and, and, and then just sort of see what how things really are. Well, now you got to deal with it right away because it can be so bad. Yeah. All that being said, all that being said, of all the guys Jerry Jones has dealt with before in the past, none of them, none of them have this kind of track record. The problem is, guys, this guy is a pretty good player. The other problem is, is he worth it? I don't think he is because at the end of it, the media is a big part of professional sports and it's a huge part of the National Football League and these two are intertwined and eventually it becomes a massive drain on the team. And this guy, for as good as he is, the Dallas Cowboys have not won a game with him so far and his old team has not lost a game without him. Now, to say that's because all of Greg Hardy is too much, but this has been an enormous hassle. It has been a distraction for that team, and I don't think he's been worth it. All that said, I bet you 100 bucks as they give him a contract the second this season is over. Right. but So the sponsors may not take any action on this, but the fact he's been such a destabilizing presence at the Cowboys this season, is there not the possibility that the players at the Cowboys, that the senior players come together and go to Jerry Jones and say, this guy is bad news, not just for the Cowboys as one of the world's biggest franchises, but for us on the pitch as a team. We just don't want this guy around. There's that chance. It it, it has happened before. I remember uh, when I covered the Dallas Cowboys in 2008 and 2009, and there were enough people that told Jerry Jones, we don't want Carol Owens with us anymore. He's not worth it. So we cut him. There is that possibility. The difference is Greg Hardy is only 27, and by the rule, general rule of thumb following an NFL player's career, he's right in the middle of his prime. And what he does is a really rare thing in football. There's not many guys good enough to do what he has done. And what we see in the media and the stories that we we write and what we talk about on sports radio talk, that's different than what's going on inside that locker room. If he is a genuine distraction and they don't think he's a too much of a pain in the butt on game days, then yes, there will be uh, some there will be some people in that locker room they'll say, We we don't want to deal with this guy. But my gut tells me that they will always take talent over the distraction because there's just not that many guys who can do what that guy can do. Mac, you're talking about um, some of the controversial figures that you've covered there in your time uh, as a cowboy reporter. I mean, is it really true that there's there's been nothing like this? I'm thinking about Michael Irvin and uh, some and Terrell Owens. You're saying, um, is this is this the the biggest sort of flashpoint that you've seen in your time there? Yeah, I, Michael Irvin obviously had a drug problem. You've had guys who've had DUIs. You've had guys who've been accused accused, but never really even went that far of domestic disturbances. Uh, Des Bryant was accused of a domestic violence with his mother. But when you read about it, you're like, okay, well, this was kind of a minor thing. 
and, and not that domestic violence is a great idea, or there is such as a minor thing, but relative to what Greg Hardy did, what Des Bryant was involved with was, I think a lot was eventually regarded as that was an overreactionary phone call that was made, a 911 phone call, an emergency phone call to the authorities, when maybe it didn't warrant it. But then there have been others, Pac-Man Jones. I mean, Adam, Adam Jones is a, uh, a first-round draft pick, great player, really good. He had been cut by the Tennessee Titans because they didn't want to deal with him any, anymore. Uh, or, or, pardon me, he had been cut. He was traded at the Dallas Cowboys for low compensation, you know, something low in return, a low draft pick. He got into a bit of an altercation, a fight at a Dallas-area hotel. Dallas Cowboys eventually decide he's not worth the trouble. He's gone. Tank Johnson was another one. He had, had, uh, he had been possession of firearms, which in this country is, good God, not a big deal at all anymore, but that's a different issue. So it's not like Jerry Jones has been afraid of taking guys on before with the checkered past. He will, and he, and he always will. He's a 73-year-old man. He's not going to change. He's not afraid of it in any way, shape, or form. He will roll the dice on anybody, anywhere, anytime. But this one, this one, in my estimation, and in my recollection, guys, this one is the worst. A, because the story behind it, and I don't care what anybody tells you, if you see those photographs, when you see those photographs, there is no way to look at this incident with a different set of eyes. Mm. Mac, thanks a lot for taking the call. Mac Engel there, Dallas Star, Telegraph, columnist. It's quite depressing, really, as Mac said. like There's no way of looking at this aside from being absolutely horrified, and you would have expected that Jerry Jones okay, maybe he doesn't sack him, even though he should, even though any right-minded person thinks he should sack him. But to come out and say, oh, this guy's a real leader. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, there's all this stuff in the background, right? But, I mean, Hardy was... There's, they lost the game to the Giants a few weeks ago. Hardy confronted his own coach and was basically, basically had his hands on him and had a go at him on the sidelines. And in the same game is John with Des Bryant, who's injured on the sidelines. And it's like, how is this guy a stabilizing force? Whatever about the rightness or the total wrongness of bringing him back to the team. Mm. How is this good for the, for morale? Or It just seems like a constant distraction that can provide nothing good. Uh, the NFL has been really desperate to do to like win the PR game that is serious about combating domestic violence and all this kind of stuff. And this just um, makes it clear that it's, it's, they have a long way to go. Yeah. Donnie, uh, thank you as always for joining us in studio. We did tweet out the Deadspin article that we're talking about uh, a little bit earlier on on Add Off the Ball. We talk to you again next Tuesday. Uh, up next, though, we're going to be joined in studio by Pork Duffy. Off the Ball. Getting inside the game. Sponsored by Ireland's favourite car brand, Ford. Go further.